Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! I'll tell you, a few more games like last night. And I'll have that Kennedy assassination crack for you <laughs> by the, maybe in a couple of weeks. And if you have not yet uh, partaken and listened to the Rob Reiner 10-part series part podcast, which have uh, released three episodes. It's going to go all the way to early January. If you have not heard the first three, I did on the train last night after I figured out how to download it on the phone. Oh, Eddie did, not me, but I found out how to find it. Little earbuds on on the uh, 617 and away I go. Uh, if uh, you have not listened to that, uh, I would, uh, you know, I would begin, uh, I'd I, I start to pay attention if you're wrapped up on the uh, Kennedy assassination, the 60th anniversary last week. Now, a couple more games like the garbage that they gave me last night. Again, I'll have this thing cracked before you know it. Throw in Mike Lombardi. I got him off Robert Sala at least, and he sent me all the uh, J.D. Tibbet uh, news. He, of course, the police officer and the uh, issues and the ballistic reports that don't match the revolver that uh, uh, Oswald had in his hand or the shellings or anywhere the timeline i mean my all the wallet that they found oh my what a mess and so that is an interesting aspect of it too again i'll crack this cake give me the bears in minnesota a couple of more times uh and, and joshua dobbs and i'll have this baby cracked before you know it and i'll be a hero i mean i'll be uh it's it, it's incredible the awful football and how wrapped up i am in here now with this uh the sherlock holmes i am with this um, assassination and reiner who we are trying to get on uh he of course uh of mike stivic fame all the great movies did a superb job with this podcast i'll get to some details later on the show in the meantime i do want to start with uh the schedule makers and you know i love this almost as as much as i love the kennedy administration what uh, Brainiac decided after a 10-game losing streak to end last year. I mean, their last win that the Bears had in 2023. Think about this for a second. Their last win was October 24th. They did not win a football game from October 24th of last year. And their first game that they won this year, to be exact, was on October 5th. So they went essentially a year without a win. Yet somehow, some way, despite a scenario last year where they lost 10 in a row, they lost to, uh, I mean, they lost 10 games in a row after a Monday night win in New England. They lost to Dallas. They got killed. Lost to Miami. Lost to Detroit. Lost to Atlanta. Lost to the Jets. Lost to Green Bay. Lost to Philadelphia. Lost to Buffalo. Lost to Detroit, 41-10. And lost to Minnesota. So they finished the season with 10 straight losses, four more to begin this year. And the somehow, some way, the NFL, in their bid to own every night of the week with national television coverage, decided that the nation was dying to see the Chicago Bears play in 23. Because the Bears, who are now, uh, you know, they won last night. So they won three games. What are they, 3-9? and nine? Is that what their record is? I don't even know. Uh, the Bears at 3-9, and nine, we have seen five of the first 12 games of the year on prime, in primetime windows. So a team that last year lost 10 straight that has no offense, 
Fields, we have no idea. Yes, they have two top five, top six picks. I'll buy that. But that's for next year. Somehow, somewhere, the league decided, and the TV partners, because they have so many windows they have to fill, I guess they figured Chicago, the monsters of the midway. News to Mike North and my buddy Katz. Bronco Nagurski and Sid Luckman are no longer on the Bears, okay? Nor is Butkus, nor is Gale Sayers, nor is the uh, Mike Singletary and Buddy Ryan coaching. I mean, it's, and Ditka. I mean, so we saw them in the third game of the year in Kansas City on September 24th. That was the national game. That was the uh, Fox game of the week. And on September 24th, and I'm just to prove it to you, Fox had two games. I'm sorry, September 24th is on a Sunday. Uh, Fox had two other, they had one other game in that four o'clock window. That was Dallas at Arizona. So they sent Burkhart and Olsen to Kansas City where the Bears played the Chiefs. That was the national game. Bears at Kansas City. So that's a disaster. They played a Thursday night game in Washington on October 5th. They won, but who cares? They played October 29th in L.A. against the Chargers. Sunday night game. They played a Thursday night game on November 9th at home. They saddled poor Herb Street and Al with that against Carolina. Uh, they must hate Michaels for, for whatever the reason. And then last night they gave it to us on a Monday night against Minnesota in late November. So for whatever the reason, a team that lost 10 straight games to close out the 2020 season that has no hope their over under number for the year was probably about five and a half and so the NFL decided because I got Thursday night and I have Sunday night and they have Monday night and they have Thanksgiving and I got a Black Friday game and I got to take care of CBS on Sunday at one and I got to take care of Fox uh, uh, at four and I got to rotate it and make sure that we have games so in the, uh, Romo and Nance can show up and uh, Olsen and Burkhart can show up you got to pacify out once in a while. Monday night with Buck and Aikman. They're paying him a fortune. You got to give him a halfway decent game. And of course NBC, that's the game of the week there according to them. Football night in America. <laughs> On Sunday night, you got to take care of them. They decided somehow some way to give us the Bears five times in the first 12 games of the season. I mean, you must be kidding me. Are we that? I mean, I understand. This is the problem that the NFL has. And you tell me, folks, if you sat there last night, and I know Aikman tried, and I know Buck tried, their enthusiasm level, let's show the Minnesota famous clap and banging the drum, and, you know, let's uh, get us all revved up. Vikings have a chance to make the postseason, and, you know, they're right behind Detroit, still got two games left with them. Let's send Scotty Van Pat out there. We'll do the Sports Center live. Oh, we'll go crazy. This, that, and the other. And I'm telling you right now, if you sat there and watched that game, you know, you're a better football fan than me. Uh, that's the best way to say it. Joshua Dobbs, interceptions galore all over the place. And, of course, the Bears, who somehow, someway had four INTs, yet didn't score a touchdown. You tell me how in the world that is riveting television. That game was, for the ages, one of the worst spots. And again, I, 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 it, it comes down to the NFL with these window 
shows that they got to fill and keeping their fingers crossed when they make the schedule up in May. And I understand it is not easy. You got to take a chance with these teams and everything else. But they decided off 10 in a row to end the 2022 season to give us five Bear games uh, in the first 12 that they played in its alone window in 2023. And by the way, are the Houston Texans this year on TV in any shape, way, or form with Stroud, with a quarterback who was coming out of Ohio State who was the second pick in the draft? Are they on television in any form? Were they on a Thursday night game? Were they on a Sunday night game? Were they on a Monday night game? Were they on 425 Sunday afternoon? Were they on Thanksgiving? Were they on Black Friday? Were they on anywhere? The Houston Texans. And the answer to that question is no. So the powers that be gave us the Bears five times in the first 12 and didn't say, you know what, Stroud might be good. It's a bad division. They're being a race. Let's throw a bone and put the Texans on a couple times. Not once did they go out there and give you the Houston Texans. Not one time. But they decided that television, Monsters of the Midway, maybe they thought Luckman was going to come down from the heavens. Who knows? Hallis, 1941-73, nothing against Washington. They figured out somehow, some way, that they were going to go out there and beg the Bears to be competitive and be entertaining. Because the Bears are neither. The Bears are neither. Now, what's that say about Minnesota? I can't kill the NFL if... Obviously, Cousins, you know, goes down for the year. But you knew Cinderella was going to hit midnight as far as Dobbs is concerned. He's, he's Joshua Dobbs. He's not any good. I understand that everybody screamed and yelled, especially in New York. And then, of course, with the Jets is how come they didn't go after Dobbs when, in fact, he may have been available or why the Browns cut him uh, in, the summer, in a training camp because he was relatively decent for Arizona. And then he was made available and some of these teams that needed quarterbacks desperately passed and Minnesota grabbed him. Well, now you know why they did pass because of the fact that when you put Dobbs in there enough times, he's going to kill you. And so after the game last night, Kevin O'Connell has done a hell of a job with his team, said, and would not, and they have a bye week this week, make a commitment to Dobbs in week 13. That's all you need to know. So last night when I come home after I heard the first two Kennedy episodes with Reiner, which I loved, and then I heard the third one uh, when I got home. No, you know what I did? I heard the first two, okay? Came home and had my supper. Had my, my wife prepared that whole meal thing was good. Had my supper, uh, went into the TV room and basically secluded myself for the evening, which is what I like to do. Remember, I like Thanksgiving solo. Went into the TV room, put the TV on around 8.10 and I tried, I tried. I'm a football fan, I'm a talk show host. I tried like the Dickens to go out there and get involved with Minnesota-Chicago. Boy, did I try. But I didn't bet the game. I didn't bet it. I've gotten hammered. I said enough. Fat guy wanted to bet the Vikings. I said, Rob, let's take a pass tonight. You know, uh, we've drank five days in a row. We've been staggering home at 1 a.m. five nights in a row. Let's take Monday night off. Please. We did. And I tried. I tried to sit there and watch it. And when that game got into the third quarter, I said, I can't. At 6-3, I, I can't. I'm sorry, I can't. I just can't. So I got my little earbuds on. I figured out how to download that third episode of uh, Who Killed JFK by Reiner. And I went into my room. I put the earbuds on, turned the lights off, 
and I listened. And I was so riveted to the forensic evidence in episode three, which was released last Wednesday, that I FaceTimed everybody in America uh, between 11 and 12, including Eddie, including Fat Guy and Rapid, my son in Wisconsin, Colin, everybody in America to sit there. I tried a few others too. Not everybody answered. You understand. I, Eddie Coleman, you know, I try, but I FaceTimed everybody says, guys, you got to, this is amazing. You got to listen to this. So, and this is when the bears were driving for the game winning field goal. That's how bad it was last night. And I would have done the same thing if I bet it. That's what I did last night. As for the NFL and the bears and Minnesota was so pitiful and so unwatchable that I went upstairs with my phone, put the earbuds in, and listened to Rob Reiner essentially narrate the third episode of his 10-part series on who killed JFK with the lights off, which is spooky. That's how... Now, you can look at it both ways. Riveted to Kennedy or bored stiff with the bear. Let's play it right down the middle. A little of this and a little of that. How's that? And so today... After I'm fighting the great Costas on MOB Network about the shooting of the policeman, J.D. Tippett, my buddy Lombardi, again, got him off Salah, uh, texted me the YouTube series they did on all the issues involving his death and pinning it on, obviously, Oswald. And boy, oh boy, there are issues there, too. So there you have it. And of course, I tried to get Rob Reiner. I didn't think that'd be possible. He has been on all over the place, but I, you know, I mean, he has done VOX and New Rochelle. I mean, he has done all over. He has been all over, but you know, it is Sirius XM. So it's going to take some time. And uh, so we can get the Cardinal Hayes football coach on, I can promise you, but it's You'll find out later in the week. Uh, It will take some time, but eventually I think maybe we'll get a little lucky and we can talk to Mike Stivick about JFK. He was 16 years old in a physics class when Kennedy was murdered. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.